Hello and welcome to another moment of change, another moment of transformation by the Word of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your Word. It is written that He sent His Word and His Word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Therefore, let His Word proceed to heal someone, spirit, soul, and body. Let it deliver in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm asking, Lord, that the Spirit of God will breathe upon this Word and watch over it. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, welcome once again, and let's get right into the word. Uh, our topic remains the God, the man, the blessing, and the place, part two. The God, the man, the blessing, and the place, part two. And our text remains 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 10. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 10, the Bible says, Moreover, we appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And we're able to establish in the part 1 that not every place is your place, that there are places, but there is the appointed place. We also establish that whatever displaces you from the appointed place will lead you into disappointment. And we also saw in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 that there is the God. Genesis chapter 1 26 to 28 there is the man. Genesis chapter 1 28 to 31 there is the blessing. Genesis chapter 2 verse 8 there is the place. So we have the God, the man, the blessing and the place. And we're made to understand that uh, from the scriptures that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is the way of death and destruction. And in the first part, we're able to look at Lot, Abraham, and Naomi. But in this second part, we'll be looking at two Bible characters. Number one, Isaac. And number two is Apostle Paul. So let's get into the first Bible character. In Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 to 6 the bible says and there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of abraham and isaac went into the king he went out to the king abimelech the king of the philistines went together and the lord appeared unto him and said go not down into egypt now because that was where his father abraham went we looked at that in the first part he said, do not go down to Egypt. He said, but dwell in this land that I will tell you of. He said, sojourn in this land. Now, this land. He didn't say this, plural. This is this, singular. In this land. Now, if you can sojourn in this land, the Bible says, in verse 3, say, I will bless you and I will be with you. And unto you and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. Verse 4, and I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the heart be blessed, because that Abraham obeyed my voice, and kept my church, my commandment, and statutes, and laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. So we can see the place where he dwelt. There was famine. Isaac could have located elsewhere, he could have traveled elsewhere, but he located the voice of God. Hear this, situation and circumstances shouldn't be the one directing your life. 
your life must be directed by the voice of God, by the leading of God. Even though there was famine, Isaac relied on the voice of God. And that was the first thing that we saw. So he stayed at God's appointed place for him. Now, what happened? Number two, Isaac planted grains, sowed crops in the same land that God has appointed for him. And in the same year, he harvested a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. We can see that in verse 12, Isaac sowed in that land and he received in the same year an hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. But that was not what struck me. Let us look at Genesis chapter 26, verse 13 to 14. Genesis chapter 26, 13 to 14. I'll read from Amplified Bible, the classic edition. The Bible says, And the man, now this is Isaac, became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. He owned flocks, herds, and a great supply of servants. And the Philistines envied him. In the same land where there was famine, was the same land where this man was distinguished, wealthy, to the point that the Philistines envied him. Now, the CV says, and Isaac was so successful. Now, that means success is not a function of one greener pasture somewhere. Success is a function of where God has ordained for you. Now, success in business is a function of the business that God has ordained for you. That others are selling plastics does not make you sell one. That others are selling wares does not make you open a shop and start selling it. You might go bankrupt. Now, the blessing is only in that place that God has ordained for you. Now, there's somebody listening to me. Maybe the reason why you are going through what you are going through now, that bankruptcy is because you are pushing where God has not ordained for you. Check it well. Now, the Bible says, in fact, the Philistines were jealous of a large number of sheep, goats, and slaves that Isaac owned within one year. Now, that happened to this great man within one year. So, he became too powerful for the enemy. (laughs) Genesis chapter 26 verse 16, the Bible says, And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, thou art mightier than we. Now, the the, the blessings, I mean, the, the wealth of Isaac began to affect the economy of the nation. Now, Isaac became a man that if he should cash out his money out of a bank, a bank can go, I mean, that bank (laughs) might possibly fold up. Now, he was that blessed. Now, that was as a result of the God, the man, the blessing, and the place. So, there was the God, the man, Isaac, the blessing God pronounced on him, and the place was Gera. If he had gone to Egypt, he would have missed all what was happening to him him at this moment. But something happened. He encountered opposition. Genesis chapter 26 from verse 17 to 21. As he began to dig well, 
they stopped him. He would dig another well, they will stop him. He would dig another well, they will stop him. Now, that you are having a little challenge shouldn't distract you from that place that God has positioned you. Now, many people think, oh, since it is a place that God has ordained, oh, since this business is God ordained, oh, it should be a roller coaster, I should find it so easy. No, it might not be that way. For example, there was a point in my life that God told me, this is the step I want you to take. Okay, I thought it was going to be easy, but it took me three years to get the fruit of that decision. So, there are times that you need to wait. There are times you need to be patient. There are times you need to be resolute. Do not quit in that place that God has, I mean, ordained for you. And what happened? Genesis 26, 22, the Bible says, And he removed from theirs and did another well. And from that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Now, he has dug quite a number of wells they strove with him, but this time around, he dug another one, and they left him alone, and he called the name Rehoboth. He said, for the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. So, eventually, they came to make a league with him. In Genesis chapter 26, from verse 26 to 31, Genesis 26, 26 to 31, the Bible says, and then Abimelech went from Gerah and Hauzath, one of his friends, and Fico, the chief captain of his army. Now, three people had to come to him. And Isaac said unto them, Wherefore come you to me, seeing you hate me? <laughs> you know, you were the guys that hated me before. Why have you come? I mean, do you want, I mean, and have, have you sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord is with you. And we said, Let there now be an oath between us between us and thee, and let us make a covenant with thee, that thou wilt do no aught to us, as we have not touched you, and as we have not done unto thee, I mean nothing but good, and have sent thee away in peace, thou art now blessed of the Lord. Now they sent him away, but now he has become blessed of the Lord. Hear this. Wherever God has put you, the economy of that place notwithstanding, you will find your own blessing there. So, we established this in the first part. The green pasture is not the western part, is not the Europe, is not the Asia. The green pasture is where God has ordained for you. And if that is where you are, you can be so sure, irrespective of that country and the economy of it, you will surely prosper. Now, number two is Apostle Paul. In Acts chapter 6, uh, Acts chapter 16, sorry. Acts chapter 16, uh, we take our reading from verse 6. Acts chapter 16 and verse number 6. The Bible says, Now when they had gone throughout Phidia, and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. So number one, it was forbidden of the Holy Spirit to preach in Asia. I mean, he could have taught there. I mean, he, he could have opened his mouth to begin to teach, but he was forbidden of the Holy Spirit. Now, in verse 7, the Bible says, And when we came to Messiah, they said, 
to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Now, they wanted to go again, but the Holy Spirit constrained them. Now, something was coming for Paul. Something was about happening. Now, in Acts chapter 16, from verse 8 to 10, the Bible says, And they passing from Bimisia came to trust, and a night in the vision, of the night, in the vision of the night, what happened? There stood a man of Macedonia. Now that was where the Macedonia court came. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come to Macedonia and help us. Now, initially, he would have gone to another place, possibly gone to preach and maybe suffered some things. But the Holy Spirit constrained him the first time. The second time, then came the Macedonia call. And what happened by the time they went to Macedonia in Second uh, Corinthians chapter eight, from verse one to five. Second Corinthians chapter eight, from verse one to five, Paul began to speak of the Macedonian joy. He said, "Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed upon the churches in Macedonia. Now in Macedonia they have established churches." He said, "How that in a great trial of affliction, abundance of joy, they are." And their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would not receive the gift, that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministry to the saints. And this they did not as we hope. But first gave their own selves to the Lord. So you can see what happened in Macedonia. They had given themselves over to the Lord. And what happened? They gave them also unto us by the will of God. So Apostle Paul had a successful ministry in Macedonia by that vision that came to him. So there is the God. There is the man. There is the blessing. And there is the don't forget there is the blessing upon the person and there is the blessing upon the place when these two come together they complement each other the reason why you must be correctly located is because when you are not in the place the blessing upon the person and the wrong place will begin to I mean contend with each other and that's why some people find their place they, they, they find themselves in a place and before you know it, they begin to struggle. They begin to struggle. They begin to struggle just to struggle to pay bills, struggle to pay school fees for children, struggle to make ends meet. Check it. Check it. Now, I don't know where you are. I don't know what state you are that this message is coming to you. But I sense that there are some that needs to make it right with the Lord. You know that job was gotten after you have compromised. You know that that job was gotten, you cannot, you only share the testimony, but you cannot tell us the story, the real story behind it. You can't share with anybody. We live in a time where people go through a lot of things that cannot be uttered just to get a job, just to get out of a country. A friend of mine at the time traveled to a part of the country and he was sharing with me how people live in a deplorable state just because they want to, in quote, go to a greener pasture. Many today cannot return to Nigeria. They can't return to their country. They can't return to Africa because 
they don't have passports, some don't even have visa. They are illegal immigrants. Why will you enter a country through the back door? Hear this, when it is God, you enter in a grand style. When it is God, it makes the way open for you. So I don't know the state you are here in this world. There are some people that need to resign. There are some people that need to take some definite decision. You can't continue in a compromise. God does not bless everything. God is not in every place. God is available everywhere, but he manifests himself at specified places. So God can only appear to you where he has ordained you to be. So instead of you crying and praying in the wrong location, why not realign with God this time? Job chapter 22, 23 to 24, the Bible says, If you will return to the Almighty, said thou shalt be built up, said thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles, said thou shalt lay up gold as dust and the gold of offer as the stones of the brooks. I just remember the story right now. There was a time I was on an interview panel. It was the final stage. And they asked me, what's your job experience? And I knew that that was the last question. Now, I was in between being a Christian and saying the truth or possibly do like some people would do. They tell the lie and they get a job. And I told them, do it sound very funny. And I said, okay, the only experience I have is in soul winning. I mean, I have zero job experience. I've, I mean, I've never had to work in a place. And the people on the interview panel laughed. Well, it's better to say the truth. Fine, I didn't get a job. But where God has taken me today is bigger than that job. Now, you don't have, if it is not your place, don't struggle to get it. See, here there's not all open doors are God's doors. There are some doors that if you navigate them, they are taking you out of the purpose and plan of God for your life. Now is the time for you to sit down and ponder and think, are you in the place? Are you correctly positioned? Who am I to judge you? But I have come with the word of the Lord, a word of a word of assurance that if you will return to the Almighty, He said He will build you up. He said you will lay up gold as dust. So if you are listening to me, you want to repent or you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Can I ask you to bow your head as you say this prayer of faith with me from the depth of your heart? Lord Jesus. I come to you as a sinner. I cannot help myself and I cannot save myself. I believe you died for me and on the third day you rose again so that I can be forgiven and so that I can be justified. Right now, I confess you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I am forgiven. I am justified. I am saved. I am a child of God. Thank you, Jesus for saving me. Amen. So friends, if you pray that prayer, we believe you just got born again. Get into a good Bible-based church. Give God first place in your life and it's going to take you places you can never imagine. Now before we draw the curtain, you have now been forgiven. The blood of Jesus has cleansed you, but every step you need to take, now is the time to begin to take them. Let God know that you mean what you just said and he will supply the grace for you. Until we'll come your way again, I'll keep saying, keep winning. I 
winning and winning. Jesus is Lord.